is our number two of the John and Leah Show. My name is John Ziegler. My co-host is Leah Brandon. Each week we get together for three hours. We talk about the news of the week, often the events of our sometimes bizarre lives, and we do so in an entertaining, informative, and unique fashion heard on 22 different radio stations throughout this formerly great nation of ours. Most of this hour is going to be, I use the word unique in my description, it's going to be unique because we're going to talk about this Ted Cruz quote-unquote alleged sex scandal that got reported in the National Enquirer this week in a way that I'm pretty sure you haven't heard anywhere, at least not on commercial radio. And uh, the reason why we're going to do this is a couple reasons. First of all, um, this show is devoted to the truth, uh, regardless of how it makes you feel, uh, to our detriment at times. Um, we're truth seekers, and I've, I find it interesting, and I think it's an important story to get to the bottom of. And, and two, because I happen to um, have some information that has not been widely disseminated, and I've been trying to put all the pieces together. But in case you've missed the story, which would have been very easy, because the mainstream news media has, for better or for worse, and maybe for better, has completely ignored, almost completely ignored, uh, the National Enquirer report. Uh, so, Leah, why don't you just give us a, a, a short synopsis of what the National Enquirer reported this week about Ted Cruz. Yeah, they claim that Ted Cruz has had five mistresses. And in the story, they even published photos of the five, but they're so heavily pixelated that you can't really tell who they are, although Twitter has tried to identify several of them so far. Now, at least one of them is a, quote, foxy political consultant, and then there's a high-placed D.C. attorney. Well, Ted Cruz did make a statement about this story. The National Enquirer published a story. It is a story that quoted one source on the record, Roger Stone, Donald Trump's chief political advisor. Let me be clear, this National Enquirer story is garbage. It is complete and utter lies. It is a tabloid smear. And it is a smear that has come from Donald Trump and his henchmen. It is attacking my family. And what is striking is Donald's henchman, Roger Stone, had for months been foreshadowing that this attack was coming. It's not surprising that Donald Trump's tweet occurs the day before the attack comes out. And I would note that Mr. Stone is a man who has 50 years of dirty tricks behind him. He's a man for whom a term was coined for copulating with a rodent. Well, let me be clear. Donald Trump may be a rat, but I have no desire to copulate with him. <laughs> because every presidential campaign, really, really, when you think about it, should eventually end up discussing rat copulation. I mean, I mean, we really haven't hit rock bottom until we start referencing rat copulation. But there we are, folks. It's just flat out ridiculous. I mean, there's that's where we are. Um, with a rodent. Right. Um, now... Look, I have spent way, way, way too much time thinking and researching this. I know. Uh, you've gone off the deep end over this story. Well, you know that's what I do because here's here's my M.O., as you know, Leah. Um, my instincts are always to try to find the truth, and I'm always, almost always, willing and able to go places no one else will, for better or for worse. Sometimes for the better, oftentimes for my usually per- for the worse, for at least as far as my own career well-being. <laughs> um, and but here's why: this is a part you probably don't know because I don't think I told you this. Part of the reason why I have been so 
adamant about trying to get to the bottom of this and trying to figure it out. It's not just because I find it to be an interesting mystery, and everyone likes a mystery, and because I think I'm I'm somewhat un- uniquely prepared because of the nature of my career to see what's true and what's not here. On Monday, I was told about this. I was told about this whole story by a, a source that had nothing to do with the National Enquirer, had nothing to do – it was an anti-Trump person. It was a non-political person in the literary world here in, in the Southern California area. Okay. And, and we were having a conversation that had nothing to do with this. It actually had to do with the article I wrote about the conservative media selling its soul to Donald Trump. And this person found it interesting, and we were thinking about it. Could this potentially be a book? And, you know, of course, I'm like, no one's going to buy a book from me. I'm not a celebrity. You know, I'm, you know, Google me. You'll find out why. You know, that, that whole business, whatever. And this person happened to mention this Ted Cruz story. And I'm like, what? Ted Cruz had affairs? And sh- this person went into great detail, giving me three of the names that end up being named, and you mentioned the pixelization. The pixelization right. was not that strong. Barely there, it, it was, right. It, was, it took Twitter 30 minutes to identify right. three. So, so three of them are the three names that this person gave me. She gave me the details about um, the closet episode, um, which apparently has numerous, multiple witnesses. I've spoken to reporters who have spoken to those witnesses and that are going to be reporting on what those witnesses said. Um, and so, you know, that's going to be coming out soon, uh, I believe probably this week, but here, but I can, can you imagine Leah though, if you're me, right. And, and you have this conversation and you're told about this and then all of a sudden it comes out in the national Enquirer a few days later, I, I think you can, you can understand why someone might go, huh, this has got some inherent credibility to it. Right. Well, I mean, the. How would you the feel? More, How would you feel if you're if you're in my shoes at that point? Well, the more you look into it, the more you realize the story's been around for a while. Okay, which may or may not mean it's true. I mean, we don't we don't know that. So the reality is, I got that. I, I had that conversation, and so when it turns out, not just to be. By the way, it would be one thing if someone said, "Hey, have you heard there's rumors about a Ted Cruz affair?" And then yeah. the National Enquirer five. Right, but but it was the level of the specificity. It was the level of the detail. It was the certitude that this person was telling me about. It was it was not, hey, you know, it's possible Cruz had affairs. It was Cruz had affairs, everybody knows about it, here are the details, da 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 and then the not only does the National Enquirer verify it, but then BuzzFeed in reporting about the National Enquirer, where they report that the Rubio campaign was trying to get media outlets interested in this and was right. unable, unable to do so, which, of course, cuts both ways. You could, you know, this, this whole story is like a Rorschach test, I mean, which kind of bothers me because people look at all realities now through the prism of whatever they want the truth to be, especially in politics. So if they like Ted Cruz, this story is the biggest bunch of bunk that's ever been. It's, it's, it's you know, it's rat copulation. It's Donald Trump's dirty work, blah, blah, blah. If you dislike Ted Cruz, aha, he has been found out. He's a fraud. He's, he's this hypocrite. Uh, right, hypocrite fake Christian, uh, Mr. Pius, you know, and, and, and by the way, I, I fully acknowledge, because we've talked about this on the show before, 
that I believe that Ted Cruz is a fraud. I think that he is a fraud as a personality. I think he has created a fake personality for his own personal gain. Now, you like Ted Cruz, yes. and, and I understand why you do, for because you buy in that it's not a fraud, that it's real. And, okay, you're, that's fine. I mean, I disagree with you strongly. So, well, even if it's a fake personality, he stands up. So, I yeah. mean, there's no, there's, there's no refuting it. Sorry. <laughs> Well, I mean, he's done it. He st- uh, stands so, up, but he st- when he stood up against, for instance, the government shutdown, that government shutdown thing was all about him. It was all about him. That's only because he was the only one that did no, no, it. No, no, he did it because he knew it would be good for him. He put the himself ahead of the interest of the country. He promised and, and, the people he would do it. But he, the reason why he did it, it was didn't hurt he, us. Come on, it, we oh, won the Senate. Um, that was th- that was. <laughs> Come on. I'm not sure that that's wait a minute. That, that, I'm not sure those two things necessarily equate to each other. But we're no, gonna, but we didn't hurt us, so uh, that's a fakey fake. Well, well, what I'm saying is, I love fake. Ted Cruz, uh-huh. and the National Enquirer, unfortunately, in these types of cases, are never wrong. Well. Okay, that's an interesting point. So, so all right, when we come back, there's a, this, this story is very complex. But I want to deal with, and you're a great test case here because of the fact that you like Ted Cruz, but you're, you know, I consider you to be objective, and you just said, you know, that you're open to believing this story because of the, the National Enquirer's track record. Yep. Let, let's start with the national. When we come back, let's start with who the National Enquirer is and what their track record on this type of stuff really is, and then I'm going to give you some details on the story and by the way just to be clear i'm uncertain as to what happened here i'm going to give both scenarios i'm going to give this a, a very plausible scenario where this is 100 percent true and i'm going to give a scenario where this is total bunk so stick with us the john and leah show on the free speech broadcasting network Welcome back. This is the John and Leah Show. My name is John Ziegler. My co-host is Leah Brandon. Our website is www.freespeechbroadcasting.com. And in this hour, we're going where um, very few, if any, are willing so far to go. And that's deep inside the National Enquirer story, which reported on its cover and in a two-page report, which was pretty thin, maybe on purpose. Make sure I get to that, Leah. As we mm-hmm. move along here, um, about Ted Cruz and allegedly him having five affairs. By the way, I am told by someone who spoke to the National Enquirer this week that that number has increased by two since <laughs> since the report. Why are you laughing at that? Why is that funny? It's just cracking me up. All right. Okay. So here's the deal. I don't know whether or not the story is true. Um, I have some information that others don't have. I've been trying to put all the pieces together. And, you know, I'm usually pretty good, Leah, at being able to figure out what the truth is from little more than just reading the media tea leaves. Usually, because I know the media as well as I do, just by looking at how each media entity reacts, I can tell what level of bullcrap a story is or is not. I'm right. having more difficult with this difficulty with this story than any I can remember. 
And I think there's a couple reasons for that. One, because the news media is changing so rapidly that that everyone's roles are are upside down. The rules are confused. I think some people are concerned about the Hulk Hogan uh, uh, lawsuit um, verdict with the oh, sure. 135 million, even though it's not directly related, I think it's created an atmosphere, a chilling atmosphere that some people are afraid of. Although interesting, uh, look, Gawker right now is saying if you have any information about Ted Cruz's faithfulness, get in touch. Well, I, I, they're probably asking, <laughs> please don't get in touch, based upon the law, the Hulk Hogan. Uh, no, seriously, that I just read it off Gawker's uh, page. Okay, well that's interesting. But anyway, here's the. Maybe I'm wrong about that, but here's here's the point. So the reality is that there's a lot of very confusing elements to the story. There are a lot of things. What I like to do is I like to find a path for the truth that doesn't get blocked by anything that we know for sure. And okay. I can't do that yet with this story. So let's start with the National Enquirer, because a lot of Cruz fans, including Cruz people, or maybe even Cruz himself, Cruz is blaming more Trump, which sounds awfully Clintonian to me, frankly. Um, he didn't focus at all on the substance. It was Roger Stone. It was Donald Trump. It was rat copulation. Um, that feels that feels like something Bill Clinton would do. But OK, that's not definitive on whether or not the story is true. A lot of Cruz fans are saying this is the National Enquirer. The National Enquirer is run by a guy who is uh, friends with Donald Trump, which is true. Uh, the National Enquirer endorsed Donald Trump, which I didn't even know they did true. political endorsements uh, a couple of weeks ago. That is true. And all of that is relevant. Uh, and, of course, the National Enquirer, a lot of them people will say, well, they're, they're not reputable. Look at all the crazy stories they report that are untrue. Yeah. And, and here's the thing about the National Enquirer, Leah. I don't think people understand their M.O. There are really two National Enquirers. There's the totally fake, utterly bullcrap, obviously ridiculous National Enquirer, which is probably about 90, maybe 80 to 90 percent of their content. And then there's a second National Enquirer where they actually pretend to be serious. And on the pretend to be serious stories that they do, we get John Edwards, which turned out to be 100% true despite the media ignoring it. And the fact that he denied it. Right. Tiger Woods. They broke Tiger Woods. They did. They were dead right on O.J. Simpson from beginning to end. I mean, they have Ugly been, ass shoes. They got the ugly ass shoes. They have been better on O.J. Simpson in the totality of that story all the way yeah. since, from 1994 to today than any other news entity. Um, and that doesn't mean that this is accurate. That just means you can't toss it out immediately. Now, as far as their conflict of interest with trump this is relevant but this this is what bugs me leah people don't use their brains maybe maybe, and i think you'll agree with me but if if you don't i'm sure you'll tell me in a weird way the conflict of interest with donald trump made it more difficult for the national Enquirer to decide to go with a story they suspected or knew was false because they would be far more vulnerable not just to public ridicule but if there was a lawsuit, that yeah. would be a major factor in this. Major. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. Uh, and if it's not true, Ted Cruz would have already filed a lawsuit. Which he has not I done. He didn't even talk about filing a lawsuit, which I, I think is relevant. All right. So I, I like that you're, you're open-minded on this. We'll continue with this story when we come back on the Free Speech Broadcasting Network.
Welcome back. This is the John and Leah Show. My name is John Ziegler. My co-host is Leah Brandon. Our website is www.freespeechbroadcasting.com. Do check it out. Lots of good stuff there. You won't be disappointed, I don't think. If you are, tell me about it. Um, we're talking about this National Enquirer story that the news media, the mainstream news media, has uh, held their noses on and um, and turned away from and, and not yet fully reported. And it might end up being the right choice. I, I don't know yet. But the Internet has been a buzz for the last uh, several days since the Enquirer reported about uh, alleged affairs that Ted Cruz had with five different women, uh, three of whom, by the way, uh, at one point worked for him, which is a key part of this story. Now, sure. now I don't know whether or not the story is true, but I, I want to go through what I know and what I think really happened here. And maybe, Leah, you and I together can figure this out, because to me, <laughs> this is still a puzzle. And I, and I, like, trying to right. fig- I like trying to figure out puzzles. But here's what, we, here's what I have been told and what's clear from the, the reporting that's been done and, and the things that I've heard underground. It's very obvious to me that these rumors around, about Ted Cruz have been percolating for quite a while. Uh, It's obvious that the Rubio campaign tried to get media outlets interested, and they were not successful. Why they were not successful, I don't know for sure. Is it possible that media outlets showed correct reserve, or were they just too scared, or was this a situation where they thought, well, it might be true, but we just don't have enough proof? Though all those possibilities are real, it seems weird to me that the Rubio people would be openly pitching this if they didn't believe it was true. And I believe that a lot of people in Washington believe that it is true. But that can be dangerous. See, see, uh, the belief in a, in a rumor can easily become urban legend. And once people buy into urban legend, that becomes extremely dangerous. So I want to make sure that, that people understand that I'm fully aware of that possibility. And I'm going to go down that scenario at some point in this discussion. But here's getting away from all the the bluster and the smoke. I think it basically narrows down to one person, Leah. Okay. This person's name is Katrina Pearson. Now, you've probably seen her on television, have you? Because she's been, ironically enough, and maybe maybe not ironically, she has been working on the Trump campaign. She is a spokesperson seen on television. Is this the one with the tattoo? No, that's Amanda Carpenter. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I can't a, keep them straight. No, no. We'll get to. If we need to. We'll get to Amanda Carpenter because <laughs> that's an interesting story too. But let's right. talk about Katrina. Okay, Kat- Katrina is a person who works on the Trump campaign as a spokesperson. She has a. Oh yeah, I've seen her. She uh, denied it. Right. Would you let me go through the story? Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm well aware that she denied. It. Okay. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So so here's the deal. Katrina uh, comes from a very sordid background and is not a particularly reputable person. Um, she was arrested and I believe she was convicted for shoplifting. Uh, she, my, my impression is that she sleeps around quite a bit. She has said a lot of crazy things on Twitter, which of course all makes her perfect to be Donald Trump's television spokesperson. <laughs> okay. So she's working on the Trump campaign. It is very obvious that there has been rumors surrounding her having had an affair with Ted Cruz when she, quote-unquote, worked for his campaign for Senate. Remember, he got elected to the Senate in 2012, yes. okay? There was an episode, and I say was because there are numerous witnesses who saw this or say they saw it, and I know this not firsthand but secondhand, uh, but there are at least four witnesses who say they saw her come out of a closet uh, with Ted Cruz in some semblance of undress, 
All right. Uh, now, when a man comes out of a closet in some semblance of undress um, with a young, attractive woman, uh, I, I think you pretty much can do the do the math on that. Um, now, does, did, did that, does that mean that that episode happened? No, it doesn't, because I think there's a scenario where people have bought as fact the Katrina Pearson closet episode and now have extrapolated uh, and then looked at every other element of the story through that prism. And that is very dangerous. Uh, I know this, by the way, from my work on the Penn State case. That's, a, that's the essence of why the whole right. Penn State thing went wrong is because someone, everyone bought into something as a fact, which wasn't, and they interpreted everything after that based upon a, a false fact. So, you know, I, I, you know, people I have spoken to who have researched this for months, months, spoken to dozens of people are positive the Katrina Pearson episode occurred. I don't know if it did or not. Um, as you said, when the story broke, she denied it. And she denied it fairly vehemently on Twitter. However, she did say she doesn't know about the other women, which was kind of a weird thing to say. Almost kind of like, hey, look, I didn't sleep with him, but, you know, these other women, maybe they did. Uh, because, again... No, I didn't take it that way. How did you I take took it? it? I took it like... It, I'm not true, so guess what? These other women, they're not true either. I don't know where you got that from. We're reading her, from her, her statement on television. Oh uh, no, I'm talking about what she tweeted. Uh, no, okay, no, well, you, I'm you, talking about her uh, actual interview. Okay, well, what, what she tweeted was certainly consistent with other women um, potentially being true. But here's the important part of this. See, she was working for Cruz up until he got elected. After he got elected Senate, you know, depending on who you believe. She either got jettisoned, possibly by Heidi Cruz, and, and didn't get hired to work in the Senate office, uh, or who knows what happened. But the bottom line is she did not work for Cruz once he got elected. She only worked on his campaign. So, so this has been fo- these rumors of this affair have been following her for years. Now, that's important, not because they're true, but because of her mindset. She knows that there are people out there that believe, whether it's true or not, that she had a sexual tryst with with, uh, Senator Cruz. Now, that's important because of what I'm about to tell you. So, on Twitter, once the National Enquirer story breaks, a Breitbart reporter named Alam Bukhari. I don't know if you know him. I I don't know him. I don't. Okay, Alam Bukhari is a Breitbart reporter. Now, Breitbart, it's widely reported, had been investigating this particular story and passed on it. I'm told it's possibly because one of their uh, benefactors is a big crew supporter, but I can't prove that. I don't know that it's true, but that's a possible scenario. Anyway, here's the important part. When the National Enquirer story breaks, Bukhari tweets, I hate getting scooped. Now Now, that says a couple things. That confirms that Bukhari was the person working on the crew story. Right. Right. It confirms he believes the story is true. Right. Because you wouldn't say getting scooped unless you thought the story was true. Right. Now, again, that doesn't prove the story is true. It shows that in Bukhari's mindset, the story is true and he's been working on it. Well, interestingly, back in February, Bukhari tweeted, he says, been told it's a few more days before we can drop the new cruise goss, as in gossip. Nothing I can do, and then, you know, frown face um, at the end of the tweet. Now, that's interesting because it 
further confirms that Breitbart ditched the story, right? Because he's here he's telling his, his followers, I'm working on this cruise gossip, but I can't get it done. Nothing I can do about it. Guess who responds to her, to him? Katrina Pearson. Katrina Pearson responds to him on Twitter. Why so long? Exclamation point, exclamation point, question mark, question mark. Now, does that prove anything? No. But let's go back to Katrina Pearson's mindset. She knows that there are rumors, again, true or not, that she and Cruz had an affair. She's working on the Trump campaign. The Trump campaign and Breitbart are connected at the hip, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They want the story dropped now. (laughs) Okay, right. So they're they're, but they're also communicating with one another. Right. So it's 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 not a stretch that whatever Breitbart knows, the Trump campaign knows. So so here's Katrina Pearson, who knows she has to know what Cruz Goss means right cruise gossip i mean her she's she within her universe everybody around her thinks of her as cruise's possible mistress so so if she's so if she is tweeting at this breitbart reporter why so long right she wants the story out now okay (laughs) but isn't that consistent with her knowing it's true uh Look, I think so. I mean, I think it's true. Like, seriously, Zig, I know you're building a big case here, but what people really need to to know... I just want to get to the truth. What people need to know is, when it comes to this, the National Enquirer is always right. And what they've done with the two-page thing is tease. And the rest of it's coming out. Now, that's... Fascinating, Leah, because I think you are—you have hit the nail on the head. I think you are right, and I'll tell you um, how we're going to know that you were right. And, and to me, the, the, when I, I mentioned earlier, reading the media tea leaves is so important here. And the one piece of information I kept going back to with regard to the media— there's a piece of information I keep going back to as far as what's the truth of whether Cruz did this or not, which I'll get to momentarily. But with regard to the media— it was fascinating to me that Matt Drudge did not acknowledge the story at all, at all. Not not even a, a, a skeptical link at the bottom of the page. And he's essentially now part of the Trump campaign. Now, that tells me there's only two options. Either Drudge somehow knows that this story is a complete stinker and wants zero part of it, which, by the way, if that was the case, knowing Drudge the way I know him, he would have put a skeptical link at the bottom of the page, acknowledged it, covered his own ass, and been done with it the next morning so it didn't hurt Trump any more than it had to. But that didn't happen either. I, I think it's more consistent with your theory, which is Drudge knows he doesn't have to do anything on this because more's coming. And then when the more's coming... Then he can go in for the kill because now they have Cruz on the record denying. Yes. That's that's what it's all about. You agree? Wow. Well, you are way more open-minded. And I can't – as much as you love Ted Cruz, you're taking the National Enquirer's credibility over Ted Cruz. That's fascinating to me. It's because their track record. Okay. When we come back, I want to do the other side of this, though. I want to take the scenario that maybe this still could be bullcrap. Uh, when we come back on the John and Leah Show on the Free Speech Broadcasting Network.
Welcome back. This is the John and Leah Show. My name is John Ziegler. My host is Leah Brandon. Our website is freespeechbroadcasting.com. We're talking about this National Enquirer story that the mainstream news media has ignored, but the Internet has not, to say the least, uh, regarding Ted Cruz and alleged affairs. And I want to emphasize, I don't know, and I'm shocked, by the way, that my confidence in this story, I don't know if it's true, my confidence in this story is doesn't seem to be as high as Leah Brandon's confidence. Yeah. Be, and Leah Brandon is a Ted Cruz fan. I am not. Now, let me, if I was... Huge Cruz fan. I know you are. And, um, and this is fascinating to me. And so um, if I was... Making the argument in court, let's say I was doing the closing argument for yeah. he's guilty. Yeah. yeah. I think one of the things I would leave the jury with is is the following. Of the five pixelated women in the National Enquirer story, three are young, attractive women, all of whom once worked for Ted Cruz, who no longer do. Now, at first, that's you're like, John, so what? You have to understand politics. Nobody leaves a rising star who's going to run for president. And, and, and Amanda Carpenter, his spokesperson, who's one of the five who's in the National Enquirer story, left just as he was announcing he was running for president. She's, she was his spokesperson. No, nobody does that. No, nobody leaves somebody who's running for president has a plausible chance of winning the presidency. Now, again, by the way, bizarrely, one of the three women... A woman named Sarah is working for the Carla Fiorina campaign. Um, oh, and then the money trail for that. But see, the, my source in this story tells me that's a red herring. And I tend to agree with it because think about the logic here. If Because the theory is the Cruz pack paid off the Fiorina pack to keep the Fiorina people quiet because they knew Cruz was a cheater because one of their own camp, top campaign workers had slept with him. That somewhat makes sense except for the fact why would Fiorina endorse Cruz if she knew he was a ticking time bomb? That doesn't make any sense. So, True. So that actually goes to the other side of the story. Because I still think it's plausible this story is bullcrap. And here's, here's the scenario that, that, that w- that's how, this is how that would look. Okay, You tell me whether this restores your, your faith or your hope. All right. Ted Cruz fits the profile of somebody, one, who would cheat, and two, people would want to know was cheating. And I mean yes, by, what, I mean I by what I mean by that is he's a geek through his whole life um, who's obviously a very ambitious guy. I'm sure women were not attracted to him in high school, and that's a, that's a huge thing <laughs> for a guy. Um, you never get over that. You never get over that. I mean, well, it takes a lot of women in your 20s and your 30s to get over not being attracted to women in high school, and I'm like exhibit A of that. Okay, so I mean, I slept with everything that moved in my 20s and 30s to get <laughs> o- to get to get over not being attractive to women in, in my high school years. Okay. Yeah, but the so, other thing is that men are only as faithful as their what is it options. as their opportunity. Uh, uh, their yeah. options. Okay, so Cruz is seeking power partially because he wants to be attractive to women because women have never liked him, um, right. and so he gets the opportunity i'm saying this is the profile and right. so so he fits the profile of a guy who would in fact cheat and, and you add on to that he's super religious evangelical mr so you know he's got to cheat right mr principal uh, and so that's why people want to believe it they people this they want to take him down right this story resonates with people who don't like the ted cruises of the world so so one he fits the profile and two it's a story people want to believe that is very dangerous 
which I've learned in covering numerous stories, specifically the Penn State case, where when people want to believe something, look out, because then they will see every piece of information through that prism. And I, I mentioned this Katrina Pearson. It is possible that she had an affair with him. It's also possible that she's a whack job and that there was some weird thing that happened that some witnesses saw that they misinterpreted and that she helped fan the flames for because she's a whack job and she wanted to be close to power. And maybe she told people that, in which I believe that she did, she told, I, have, I believe that she told the Trump campaign. In fact, I believe she told the Trump campaign in her interview in the Trump campaign that she slept with Ted Cruz. What? I, I believe that. I believe, I had, and I'm not just making that up, I believe... Who that, would say that in their interview? <laughs> a whack job, okay? So, so um, and, and by the way, I'm, I'm, it worked for her because she, she got the job and she's in a very high-profile position within the Trump campaign. So here's the deal. So maybe she's a nut, which her, her profile certainly uh, suggests is possible. Maybe... This urban legend gets formed around her, maybe because Cruz is weird and creepy and maybe, you know, doesn't quite understand, is not real good with interpersonal relationships. Um, and people start seeing things through this prism of, oh, he's a cheater and they want to believe he's a cheater and he fits the profile of being a cheater. And, and a hypocrite. And, it, you know, all that. And, I, and by the way, I do believe we've already gotten into this. I believe that he is a fraud politically, but that doesn't prove that he's an adulterer. So. My, my point here is that there's a narrative, there's a scenario here where this one episode gets spun out of control, gets turned into an urban legend. Everybody in D.C. thinks they know because that's the way D.C. works. Oh, did you, you know about Ted Cruz, right? Yeah, I know, right. About, mm -hmm. I know about Ted Cruz. That's the way D.C. works. And so everyone in D.C. thinks they have great information. They're all on the inside. Well, they don't always have great information. Sometimes the information is bogus. And it is possible, underline possible, that the National Enquirer did a favor for Donald Trump here. Maybe even they got fooled by the whole thing. Now, is this over 50% in my head? No. But it's not zero either. <laughs> it is possible. Do you see what I'm saying, Leah? That, that I do see what you're saying. And I, I do see how the mainstream media is going to try to bring this in. They already started today. So maybe we'll find out I soon. I think we will find out this week. And I think Matt Drudge is the key person to, to keep a lookout on. By the way, I actually think if nothing happens more on this, I don't think Cruz gets hurt at all in this story politically. Which is stunning to me. Um, well, it, it's partially because I think some of the dirt gets on Trump, and I think a lot of people are just getting so sick and tired of Trump if they blame this on him. Um, you know, and I also think, by the way, it, coming out on Good Friday with, with Cruz's uh, base being evangelical Christian, he's going to be able to play the martyr. I, I, I just don't see... As of today, I don't think it's hurt him. Now, that might, you know, by the time we talk next week, it might be a very different well. story. I think we'll probably know by next week um, <laughs> for sure if it's true. We will never know that it's false because it's possible there's just not enough proof uh, for anybody to go with it. So, um, well, the, the story is now Donald Trump, did you have anything to do with the story? And it'll eventually get to the story. Well, see, that's the that's the, the, the power that Trump has. If no if he believes it's true and the media completely ignores it, all he has to do is tweet about it and they'll report on it. That's all right. he has to do. And that's a yeah. that's an option that no other candidate had. And that's part of why he's the front runner for the nomination, if not the presumptive nominee. Um, when we come back, um, 
It's my birthday on the East Coast. And so um, if you got a question you want to ask via Twitter or Facebook, and it's a good one, in honor of my birthday, we'll answer it. Plus, we'll do some other news, including the craziness that's going on with you in Alabama, Leah. Oh, my gosh. Come